Okay, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our seventh, uh, eighth day, sorry, of the 10-day Torah challenge. And as usual, I'll share with you a five-minute Torah thoughts. Following the five minutes, I'll be able to remain on the line to answer any questions you may have, and I'll also answer any questions that are emailed. This is the eighth day of a 10-day challenge. You're doing well. Hang in there to the finish line. <clears throat> We began just the other day speaking about Jacob. We started off speaking about his stealing, basically, his brother's blessings, um, using trickery in order to receive the blessings that he truthfully did deserve. We also spoke about the reason that Torah describes the names, the reasons for the names of his children. Then I'm going to talk about another central, important aspect of Jacob's life, and it is regarding the period after he left his uncle Lava. And just to give a little bit of the context, Yaakov, Jacob, escaped his brother's wrath after stealing the birthright to Haran, a place far from where his family lived. He had a relative over there. He worked for his relative in order to marry his in order to marry daughters that he ended up having without going into the details. The story was there for 20 years. After 20 years, he finally realized that he has to move on. He has to get out of here. He had already had 11 children. He had four wives. More than more than he needed to handle was also a, an uncle, a father-in-law that was troubling him and passionately. him. So he started going back to the land of Canaan. But he knew that his brother Esau still had some hatred for the fact that he had stolen the blessings. Sent messengers ahead trying to appease his brother. The messengers come back and they say, listen, your brother is coming here with 400 armed men ready to do war. It's not a, it's not a good, it doesn't look good. So the Torah tells us that Yaakov prepared to meet his brother Esau. And it actually describes that he prepared in three ways. He prepared by sending him gifts along with those messengers messengers he sent gifts to appease his brother he also prayed to Hashem to rescue him and as well as that he prepared for battle he prepared for war very practical preparations and these are three uh, preparations for confronting an enemy that are actually relevant today as well but what's interesting about this uh, this event that took place is that Rashi uses a very very strange term. Rashi is a primary commentator of the Torah. He uses a very strange term. He says that Yaakov repaired himself in three ways. Using a different term, not, he didn't prepare, he doesn't say he prepared himself, he repaired himself, he corrected himself, so to speak, he fixed himself. A very strange way of putting it. Why would, why does Rashi use that term? So there's a very interesting understanding, a very fascinating understanding of this that Yaakov had to shift his attitude. He had to shift his mindset. In other words, he was loath to send gifts to his brother Esau. He knew that he was a wicked person. He, would, he, 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 did, he did not like the idea. But in order for a gift to be effective, it has to be given with the whole heart. He had to repair his attitude towards his brother in order that he should be able to give a gift in a proper way. As well as that, he was concerned, it says, that his merits may have run out. You know, he was a righteous person. 
that he was saved already one from his brother Esau. Now he's protect, protected for 20 years and his family by Hashem. His, 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 uh, his merit tank, he felt, may be running low. He was concerned. So he repaired himself by praying to Hashem. He repaired that, that feeling um, of distance by praying to Hashem and repairing that, what he felt may have been a weakened connection. And in the third aspect, he repaired himself for war, not preparing himself for war. In order to be able to go to battle, one has to be in a certain mindset. You have to be in a, in a, in a, in a, in a proper battle frame of mind. And if someone is not in that mindset, it's a waste of time to go to war. It's actually detrimental to go to war because they will actually end up being defeated. So Yaakov had to re- repair his mindset and his attitude towards going to war in order they should be able to confront his brother and actually have a chance to, to win in the battle. At the end of the day, and in the end, Yaakov and Esau met, and at that moment, Esau's mercy was aroused, as it says, and he was not as hostile as Yaakov had anticipated. But the main thing that we can learn from this aspect over here today, that Yaakov repaired his attitude over here, and this is, this is an amazing tool for growth and for learning in general, because so many times we are hindered by our preconceived ideas, our preconceived notions, things that we thought we understood, or maybe we understood in a, in a perhaps different context. And in order for us to be able to grow, in order for us to be able to learn, we have to repair our attitude towards things and be, at least be open to a different perspective, a different understanding. Thank you for joining us. I'm now 